Yes, that is what you're hearing. Don't even be late to the swamp, folks. Welcome in. It's Friday, September 30th. We're here for the Toddcast like we've never done before. Toddford, what's going on on your side of the swamp? Well, I was going to say, this is definitely the weather you want. It's so nice. We was out there this morning at 55 degrees or something. I said, anyway, you know, our lives are so much better right here, right now, than what's going on down in the southeast. Uh, and uh, I tell you, the state fair opening, though, but I'm going to tell you this. This will be the first time in 60-plus years that Jerry and Patsy Hedrick are not at the state fair. It is unbelievable to me how long, and you know, that they dedicated. And their two girls, I always said that the oldest, Jerry Ann, was born on the Midway. And uh, Kathy, of course, came along. They just have been raised at the fair. <laughs> and, uh, you know, time finally catches up with all of us. But uh, Jerry employed a lot of people from around in here uh for part-time work and all and uh, it's just i know it's a little funny for them not to be there but then a little bit of relief gives them a little more time to go on the reservation <laughs> so anyway yes it is a state fair of course that movie that was filmed out around becker texas 1962 was a remake of a movie in 1945. A lot of people didn't know that. But uh, you never had been able to see that movie, the one filmed around here in 1962. Uh, maybe you can find it on whatever you can find stuff on now to watch the movie and see it. That's pretty neat. And uh, of course, that's where Bracky Kinslow uh, met one. What's her name? Oh, and Margaret. That's right. <laughs> Pretty wild and crazy. You know. That's very wild. <laughs> but okay. Enough of that. Hey, let's have a, a good day today. Uh, the copper lines are off. Armstrong Network going to be uh, getting a break for this week and get a little rest. And district starts next week here in Coffin against the Paris. Uh, I think they're Wildcats be coming in. So we got to get those people straightened out. And uh, other than that, again, I hope everything, uh, if you have relatives down around the, the Florida way, and now South Carolina and parts of Georgia, just uh, hopefully everything's going to be fine for them. Well, what you got going on your side of the swamp over there? Well, you go to the rodeo watching all these uh well rodeo cows and bulls bucking around you don't want them getting out of there no you don't but in iowa they five, look irritable yeah they do five bulls have escaped in it from an iowa rodeo and uh two of the animals were later caught but three of them are still out there and it says that uh they've evaded capture for more than three weeks says the remaining three bulls have been spotted in the areas of Fonda and Pomeroy in Pocahontas County 
but officials said they've proven difficult to capture due to the fields of corn that make perfect hiding places. It says even if they took a drone and went over it, they probably wouldn't be able to find them in the corn because they lay down during the day and they're active at night. I would just think like maybe the ones bucking around would be, you know, the ones you might want to get. But anyway, there's that. So they're evading the police. So are these guys. <laughs> All right. So in Brazil, it's on security camera also. Two stray dogs outside a toy store. One's like scoping the place out and one goes in and, and steals a toy sheep, like a stuffed animal and a teddy bear. Says this has happened before. But I like how they said one stayed out and one went in and got the toy. So it's like he's, you know, he's watching out in case somebody's coming. He can give their code word that says that the, the owner jokingly made a wanted poster for the stray dog, which he dubbed Pacato. Yeah. Brazil. So, the, so it's a gang. It's a gang of them. They're Bonnie and Clyde in the <laughs> puppy world. Yeah. Oh, boy. Fifi and Fido. <laughs> All right. Happy birthday, 1933. Sissy Houston, Whitney Houston's mother. She was a member of Sweet Inspirations, the Drinkard Sisters with Dionne Warwick. And as a backup singer, worked with Elvis Presley, Aretha Franklin, Shaka Khan, Luther Vandross, David Bowie, Jimi Hendrix, Van Morrison, and Beyonce, along with many others. 1935, Johnny Mathis. Happy birthday there. He's still, he's still somewhere. Still Matheson? Yeah. Uh. All right, 1974, well, music news. Police were called to a Leonard Skinner and Blue Oyster Cult concert after a fight broke out between the two sound engineers. Well, I'm just shocked. The, the Skinner roadie claimed that the sound had been deliberately turned off during the band's set. <laughs> Oh, boy. That happened what year? 74. Oh, yeah. That's all pretty young and going right there. <laughs> Skinnered and Blue Oyster Cult. I wouldn't put those together. Oh, no. But at one thing, I want everybody to understand, and I said it in there many a time, Leonard Skinner's band name came from their PE teacher. That was his name in school that would kick them out of the class because they wouldn't get their haircuts. <laughs> but his name was Leonard Skinner. And that's a great man. Oh, I'm telling you, I, I think he passed on about maybe six years ago or something. And uh, he would come, you know, he'd come to those concerts. <laughs> <laughs> I read. I never knew him, but hey, that's a classic name. All right, uh, in 77, Mary Ford died from cancer after being in a diabetic coma for 54 days. Mm. She was one half of the husband and wife musical team, Les Paul and Mary Ford. Yeah. Between 1950 and 54, the couple had 16 top 10 hits. And in 1951 alone, they sold 6 million records. That's, that's saying something. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. And 78... John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John had their second UK number one from the film Grease with Summer Nights. Oh, boy. Seven weeks at number one. It became the second best-selling single of 78, but beaten by Saturday Night Fever. That's crazy. Yeah. That, uh, of course, we just lost her recently, and uh, he, uh, 
I mean, it was just, you know, she had a lot of talent going there. Cancer got another one. All right, so I got a little story okay. on the smallest towns in your state. All right. All right, Texas, Guerra, Guerra. Wow. The Mexican border is just a little over 20 miles away from this lonely town. Population, six. Six of them in there. Yeah. Wow. Bonanza, Utah, one. <laughs> Gee, is that... <laughs> Republican or Democrat? <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Who knows? All right. East Montpelier, Vermont. There's 80, so we're getting up there now. Yeah. I bet that's pretty up there. Mapsburg, Virginia, 60. There were several, like, it, it, like okay, so here's Laurier, Washington, one. <laughs> This humble town is the main passing point to and from Canada in the area. They just don't complain about their neighbors much. They so don't. I wouldn't think. One more I'll do. Thurman, West Virginia, there's five. And I wonder if this is a family or if this is like a couple in a family <laughs> with one child or, you know, know. it says um, this one in West Virginia, the nearly abandoned coal mining town was the setting for the 1987 movie Madawan or Mate One. I don't know. I've uh, never heard of it. So uh, there were only five people. So right. I mean, come on. Gee, I wonder uh, how late the restaurant stays up. Yeah. And you you cook your your own food? No, that's at the IHOP. <laughs> Maybe he, that got better. He's not lying either, folks. That, but if y'all want to sponsor our show, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right, Dad, I'm passing it on to you. I've got little information today. Okay, well, you know, yesterday I started talking about that. Pronounce that for me. Microbiome? Yeah, and when I point it to you, okay. keep saying that. All right. Is everybody's... Microbiome? The same. No. The species and distribution of microbes within the... Microbiome? <laughs> very greatly among individuals. You're... Microbiome is unique to you and changes continuously throughout your life, depending on your life experiences. Everyone can take steps to improve chances that their gut health is healthy and stable from eating a high-fiber diet and prebiotic foods to avoiding the overuse of antibiotics. Now, I just want to alert people about this. You know, this is coming from... Uh, the Farmer's Almanac, which in 1792, Robert B. Thomas, a bookseller, a teacher, got, oh, right. got started, yeah, and a writer. What do antibiotics have to do with the microbiome? Taking an antibiotic is like nuking bacteria, including all those beneficial bacteria in our microbiome, sometimes permanently. Researchers hypothesize that one dramatic collateral harm of the widespread use of antibiotics has been the loss of intestinal microbes. Many scientists have suggested that we as a society should be slower to give young children antibiotics. Now, of course, you know, you got to consult your doctor, all that kind of stuff. What else can harm? microbiomes and a bacteria such as those we use to clean our homes 
sterilize food preparation services, or wash our hands, or even our food may also kill off a good bacteria we depend on. Antimicrobials are also found in food packaging materials, athletic shoes, and clothing. Many scientists suggest moving away from an over-reliance on these antibacterial products. Get kids exposure to the outdoors and dirt, thus building up the health of the microbiome. All right. And then we're going to continue a little bit later when we talk about this, how to build those things up. So learn a little bit as society goes on about things. You know, the. I think we're going to have to do like Waylon and Willie says, you know, we're going to have to get back to the natures, you know. I don't know if we all need to go to Looking Bot today, but it ain't a bad trip. <laughs> all right. You don't know when you get there, though, because the signs all get stolen. <laughs> I always get a kick out when people tell me, or they ask, have you ever been to Looking Bot? I said, when? But anyway, you know, I said, there's only two light, you know, here, here we go. It's just, uh, they don't know anything about me. But uh, yes. Looking back, Texas is pretty wild down there. It was really something to see back in the 70s. Hey, we're going to do a deal. Our uh, other week. Make it count. That's right. I'm, glad, I'm surprised you didn't Microbiome say Microbiome. <laughs> that's okay. All right, now week. that's all. I'm not okay. pointing at you. Now. I didn't realize I'd be saying it that yeah. much anyway. But I came across this earlier in the week. Uh, it takes a village, Corsicana custodian is part of the family. And I want to read a little bit about this. WFA did a little story on this. Charlize Dawson was photographed recently sitting on the hallway floor helping a student with homework. At Collins Intermediate School in Corsicana, the students really shine thanks to the custodian. Lee custodian Charlize Dawson told WFAA, kids are always pitching in, polishing tables, and picking up trash. Odds are it's not because they like cleaning, but because they love her. She's funny, she's nice, said sixth grader Tevin McKeever. I think really they're trying to get out of class, but I don't know, said Dawson. Dawson's happy to have the help, but her greatest contribution isn't her cleaning, it's her kindness. And this is why I'm I really push for this this week about her. You know, it doesn't take a lot to be kind to people. She's formed such a deep bond with kids. They call her auntie because they say she's like family. I'm always believing that it takes a village to raise our kids, Dawson said. So I'm one of those ones that anything I can do to help, I'm going to help. Dawson never sought recognition, but got some after the school posted a picture on Facebook. The picture showed her sitting on the hallway floor next to fifth grader, uh, Nazia Costello. Costello was having a hard time navigating the dictionary, so Dawson stopped to help, just like she did again when Costello felt nervous and overwhelmed in front of our camera. Dawson sat and hugged Costello and gave her the confidence to finish the interview. Oftentimes, we make the mistake of believing we're limited by our title. But Dawson shows that whatever you may be, 
you can always be kind. Oh, what'd you say there, coach? Whatever you may be, you can always be kind. Kind of like that one. This isn't about me coming in and cleaning up every day, but it's about me reaching somebody else, Dawson said. I'm teaching them it's your job to help. Help when you see a need, because that is a perfect time to shine. So that's why the swamp this week is recommended. Charlize Dawson. Way to go, Miss Dawson. Yeah. All now, right. Of course, Canada's not far from here. It's about a little over an hour. That's a way to make it count, man. You got a way to love it, as uh, Lyle would say. Hey, oh, uh, I'll put a quote on you here. And this is something I don't care what people say and feel about this lady. I mean, she comes from nothing. It's done pretty well. Pretty good. I'm going to read what she said, and then we'll tell you who it is. You are responsible for your life. You can't keep blaming somebody else for your dysfunction. Life is really about moving on. Oprah Winfrey. Come on. Oprah, come out of nothing. But didn't let that stop her. I don't think. Hey, uh, you know, th this is a, a day today that uh, we need to reflect back a little bit of this week here in the swamp. You know, this hurricane started over a week ago. <laughs> you know, people really do get a warning. But uh, watching the devastated stuff that happened i mean when, when you see big old boats that's just out on the highway just thrown around like they were toys uh, that's something the governor the santas you know even says uh, biblical put that word biblical on the destruction and there might be something to that just said that wasn't going to flood the whole world again. All righty. So I'm hoping this country, swamp included, eyes open up a little bit and understand who's running the show around here. And it's definitely not all about us. We just need to help do more of the work. Okay. Enough of that. But hope everyone has a good weekend. We're going to see an old, Coffin Liner, he's a senior, Colleen Shoemaker. There we go. High school, going to build Red Oak. Uh oh, Uli Trey Ford. Going to go watch him play tonight, kick off over at Red Oak at 7 o'clock. So that's what I'm kind of really looking forward to that. All right. You got anything else to multiply, subtract, add, or divide? Hey, thanks for checking out that Gent Library. Go to Swamp Productions on Facebook. We'll lead you right to where those books are. And thanks for listening to Retired Coach and His Kid. Yeah, and if you do uh, go to the fair, take out a little loan and get you one of those corny dogs from Fletcher's. Got to. Yeah. Mustard. They even got jalapeno. I'm the retired coach. I'm the kid.
Hey, let's make it count.